The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Open my page here. 48 hours until we're live at Dove Valley. Big Poppy's big induction. And maybe Notre Dame is the greatest college football program ever. All on a Tony Comas hosting, Derek Carr boasting, Vacation After Math Monday. Audition of the program, Danny Bailey. Let's go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right, guys. What What a do, babies. I miss you. Are you kidding me? Dang. Does this microphone still work? My passcode still worked. You know that, like, it's a little meme of, like, a Jets guy trying to get in. They can't get in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it still worked. I got hit up last night at 2 a.m. Dude, what happened? Set me straight if I'm wrong. Set me straight if I'm wrong. But I heard, I heard you got, you got canceled. I heard your show got canceled. And I was like, I saw it like at four in the morning. I was like, do I reply at four in the morning? Because he hit me up at two in the morning. But I didn't. Um, you guys are good. Get yourselves comfortable, set up. You guys sit. You're good. Whatever. My girl sit on the floor and use a couple chairs. What else? Tony Comas is uh, going to hang out with us today. He's co-hosting with us. And he brought his daughters. Don't call his daughter. Tony Comas' daughters. What's up, buddy? How are you? Give me one right here. Hey, what's going on? I like that shirt. You rep your brand. Are you on steroids right now, or what do you got going? Because you've been pumping pretty hard, right? I am, uh, I am back to pre-COVID. So. You're back pre-COVID yeah. pumping? The 25 are gone. Which I'm happy about. Okay. And uh, and yeah, man. No, things are good. Things are good. Good, man. Thanks for coming today. I appreciate you. Okay, so we got so much stuff to talk about. I don't know where we start. Probably with some training camp stuff. I was out last week. We had the chance to take the week off. David and I. Oh, is David fired or was he back? I guess you'll have to tune in tomorrow morning to I, find out. I guess we'll... Never. Maybe. I guess we'll see tomorrow morning. I guess. Now, uh, David. Talking about Herbot? Yeah. He, he was on, and, and he brought up something interesting, and it made me think about you, David. Well, well, what was it? Good it or bad? Hold good. on. No, good. Good. Okay. It's good, because you, you talk about all the athletes and um, the Madden ratings, right? Like how yeah. Everybody's been talking we do a little of that. Sure. It, it made me think about you, because I was like, I wonder what, uh, how, would, how would Danny rate himself? Okay. What rating would you give yourself as a broadcaster? What are the categories? Madden? Uh, delivery okay. so it's got to yep delivery um wit got to be you know witty. okay uh what else would be the correct like voice ability. Vo- i mean voice, okay, like like or uh like hate ability oh yeah that's because that's you know i'm a 99 there yeah you're strong there right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your twitter game's strong there. <laughs> you're running a 99 on your twitter game um so i think i think you bring up social media presence <laughs> okay. or clout maybe ah <sighs> Yes. Uh, yes. I like the way you put that. 
clout clout okay um we'll, you know what we, this is a work in progress here yes we have a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about today um including danny bale i don't know if you know the legendary story of tony comas's interaction with the great boy george yeah i'm pretty familiar oh you are you've heard me say it a million times well we're gonna I've get heard it, it from you and Tony multiple times. We're going to get it from the horse's mouth in the second hour for those who haven't heard this. One of the greatest stories ever told. And now we can get it from live from the horse's mouth. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I made potentially a very dirty mouth. I don't know, you know where the story. The story's kind of open-ended at the end. I got a good Brandon Marshall, Matt Prater story, too. Okay. Which is you has, got it, what, has what, the UCF ties there. Okay, and, let's and, do it right yeah. now. Oh, you want to jump right into it? I mean, you're ready to go. You brought it so up. So if you were ever to think about two guys that um, might end up throwing some fisticuffs, Matt Prater and Brandon Marshall probably weren't the two that popped right into your head, were they? No, not initially, necessarily. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, Prater no. was kind of a jerk face. Prater. And Brandon Marshall, we know, is emotional. Emo, emo. Yeah, Prater's got a ton of them. Yeah. And, he, and, and Brandon Marshall was young and emotional. Exactly. Hey, hey, he was just he was just being rebellion. Passion. Yeah. Passion. You know, he was nothing wrong going to the script club. He was just being rebellion. So... <laughs> Okay, keep going with this. No, so, okay, so this is back in, I think, 2003. So Let's go back was, in time. Ready? Yeah. Okay, sorry, keep going. So, back in 2003, UCF played against, now both Matt Prater and, and Brandon Marshall both played for UCF. Mm -hmm. but I think this was three, maybe it was 05, I can't remember, but they played in the um, Hawaii Bowl over, okay. at, uh, over in Hawaii on the Big Isle, and um, UCF <laughs> against never, Hawaii, because Hawaii plays in the Hawaii Bowl every year, right? It might have been Hawaii. I think they. For some reason, I feel like it was. It might not have been. Really, we'll, I don't we'll think. I think every two out of every three years, Hawaii's in the Hawaii Bowl. But keep yeah, going. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, so UCF's never won a bowl game at that time, and they have their first opportunity to win a bowl game. Um, B. Marsh is on that team. Prater's the kicker, and what we've got going on is it comes down to essentially an extra point to win the game, and Prater misses it. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Clutch, clutch. Matt Prater is not Dang. remembered for. For missing that's kind of cool to have two Broncos like that as a part of your school. That was fantastic. Uh, in, in, in a, not, it's, a, it's a big school now, but yeah. back then, and essentially in the giant. Back then, scheme. it was CSU. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Oh, you think they're bigger than CSU now? Yes, I do. I think the brand is bigger than CSU. Nah. Why they're not? about the same. You think? That's a. I mean, that school is like no one have heard of that school uh, that when you mentioned Good it. Good point. Yeah. And that's no disrespect, guy. What they've done to be unique. You know, the year you guys went undefeated that year, right? Yeah. 17. I would have made banners and called myself a national champion because who's going to say I'm not? And I would have really kind of claimed that. It would have been a little tongue in cheek and quirky, but I'm kind of serious. That's exactly if you're a Division One program and you play a big time schedule and you don't have the opportunity to go play against Alabama, well, then, you know, back in the day, CU's national championship was a co national championship. Well, you beat Auburn, who beat so, Alabama and Georgia in that season, the two teams that played for the national Yeah, don't get me wrong. You know, CU, <laughs> I love I love CU, you know, or yeah. I, I did, I guess. I mean, I love CSU, too. I mean, and I love, really like Air Force the most, okay? I agree. But I would say your school, your short, your short-changing CSU, but also undervaluing both of those schools in the same process. So Prater misses the extra point. Yeah. No, no, no first bowl win ever for University of Central Florida for UCF. Dang. And on the flight home, B. Marsh hmm. has some emotion. Emotion gets a hold of him, mm -hmm. and there ends up being a fight. Matt Prater v. B. Marsh. Who won? 
the story was never told. Like if there was a if there was an actual winner. Mm. In I that guess fight. we will really never know. We won't. I don't know the end. So I don't have an ending to the story. I yeah. just had the content there that built up to it. Well, hopefully there was a happy ending. So B Marsh <laughs> and Matt Prater right. have fought. Sorry, girls. Um, and, they're, and they're friends now. They're yeah. Three hundred three eight three one thirteen forty is the hotline as well as the text line. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab. While you're there, we'll get you podcasted versions of our previous works. I'm uh, at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Danny Bailey's at dbailey5280 on Twitter. And Tony Comas is at, what's your Twitter? At alumni99. That's right. Alumni. Like, not noit. Like, not noit. It's not day, but it's night. Not yeah. the great noit. It's, but night. Night. Yeah. Um, I like that you rep your brand, though. That's cool. Hey, you know, college I think football's around the corner. I'm excited. That's my favorite th- favorite sport. Is uh, UCF, you think, bigger than Boise State? I think currently as a brand, I wouldn't say they're bigger. I okay. think they're as rec- recognized Boise as- State and CSU are like the same. Okay. Because in the, ni- to me, because in the 90s, CSU was Boise State. Yeah. Thursday night football and just like a unique kind of team that would always perform when they had their chance on the big stage. So they would give those guys the opportunity, you know, and Sonny Lubick, the whole thing, you know, it was a sweetheart. So I think big. He is, he's their George O'Leary. He's like their everything. Yeah, O'Leary. he's, Sonny you know, Lubeck is, is everything. Totally. Hey, Greg, but, uh, Kyle Bell. Remember him? Yes, running back? I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been, uh, he's a friend of the program as well okay. and, and, and listener of uh, Mile High Sports. But, right. uh, I get the awesome NFL. Dude. I like that. Just that I'm a winner. Okay, I like that shirt, Danny Bailey. What are we doing here? When did you add that to the collection? Uh, recently. Look good in it. <laughs> Thanks. It What's was, that? Yeah, I bought it like a couple days after the parade. What's that, double X? And just single X. Okay. Um, like to keep it loose, keep it airy inside here. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I bought said. it right after uh, the parade, and it just came in the mail last week, so I didn't have any shows to wear it for, so I decided to wear it today. <laughs> Okay. And hopefully, Kadri will be back. What's up with that? Yeah, exactly. What, what do we think the, the problem is there now? I think the Avs are trying to move some money around. Numbers. Yeah, but they don't have to be under the cap until... Oh, I, Some people won't operate, though. They're not going to add or make an, a luxury addition until they actually fund it. By moving, trading, comfort. You know, right? He makes some money and they can... You know, that's the guy you're hearing or uh, Sam Gerard, right? Am I right about that, anybody? Want to get home yes. with talking yeah. stuff? Okay. Um... <laughs> so yeah I think kind of that's what's happening and if they could bring Kadri back you know you can't bring everybody back and sometimes I don't know I think they're like they're perfectly orchestrated I'm trying to make like if they don't re-sign him like uh, you know sometimes it's gonna allow for a couple other young guys to kind of step in there and be the next Kadri and you can't have them all back and there's only one puck to go around type of stuff I'll say that if they don't re-sign him but I'd really like to have him back because is he, he the most beloved GM in Denver sports history? No. Sackage? Uh, I mean, who else are you going to argue Elway. about? Elway. Brought us back to the... Oh, Mike Shanahan, probably. Yeah. It's probably Mike Shanahan. Close to be. Good three names to have next to each other. Yeah, right? Joe Sackage, uh, John Elway, and, and Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan's the greatest because he got us over the hump. He really was truly orchestrated everything right. from the you know calling the offense to uh picking you know as like parcel said the groceries the the fa- discovery of guys like terrell davis shannon sharp and rod smith yeah. are you freaking kidding me these guys are uh undrafted fifth round and shannon sharp was a seventh round pick i think out of savannah state right I, I imagine that 
Those three guys, John Elway's one thing, and you got to have a John Elway to put the whole thing together, no matter what anybody thinks about a Kirk Cousins or a Tannehill or a, a Derek Carr, okay? Those guys are, as Iguodala once called, you know, Danilo Gallinari, to, to me, a good European player. Those guys are good European quarterbacks. You can't really win with those guys. And if you do, it's an incredible outlier. And we'll look back at it like Brad Johnson or Flacco. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, and those guys, yeah. that that comes around. Those happen. You know, the full Super Bowls happen but about one every five to seven years. It, in between all the gaps is Peyton, Peyton, Brady, um, Rodgers, uh, Ruthless Boner, um, you know, uh, that Steve Young, uh, Elway twice, all that. It's like the Montana, Montana, Montana. That's what you got. That's what you have to have. If anyone thinks otherwise, and we don't, I'm not saying anyone challenged me on that. That's just the truth. But that's why Russell Wilson's here. Yeah. So are yeah. you in on Russell Wilson? I am. Yeah. I, oh, I, I've oh, always make, enjoyed Russ as a, as a player. On three. Love or hate Russell Wilson? Love him or hate him on three. One, two, three. Love, Corny. Love. Sorry, I messed up. Would you? <laughs> I, I, I love is a, is a strong word. I think hate is a strong word. I think for Russ right now. I, I kind of like I that. I feel like he, lo- he loves being Russ. There, if he could, there's this weird, I don't think he can do it. Because his personality. Define it. What do you mean? I'm telling you. Okay. It's just, just the way God. I'll get there. Yeah. Right. Uh, just, it's just the way God made him. But I don't think he could bring himself to accept this like heel. I could become a heel. Like but give people what they want with corny. Oh, yeah. I'm corny. Well, you know, like he's not witty and smart enough in the in a uh, personality <laughs> sense to deliver. Like where like he's got this hate on him. They're hating on him, but he needs to like embrace it. Like in he's some Alfonso kind of Rivera, Ginobili way, Ginobili. That's that's not a bad comp. He's gonna be hosting America's Funniest Home Videos after uh, his NFL career. No, he'll be hosting. I don't know. He'll probably be on TV. He's probably when he leaves football is gonna do a Tony Romo kind of thing. And then you know, every, I mean, even Emmett Smith got a lot of money. He was like the worst guy to ever do it. And then they're like, uh. We got to put you off there and just pay you the rest of your money. Russell Wilson will probably do that, I'd assume, because yeah. it seems like that's where it's headed. You know, Brady's got that. What's his deal? Oh, it's a standing deal. Brady's deal what, after 300 football? million? Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Life after football deal for Tom Brady. Okay, we got to go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Tony Comas is hanging out with me today. I'm Danny Williams along with Danny Bailey hanging out with us. He, he runs the show. He, he runs the show. He is the show. He, Sorry, I, just got, I like the way it I run the show. That's right. Um, this one's for you. What do you think about this one? Appreciate it. Throwback hits all day. I got to remember we're streaming because I, I might start dancing. That's okay. Okay. Good, listen, see, I, give into the music. We give our be- bodies to the music on this show. So if you're going to have all those muscles and all that, you're not going to show them off? You're just going to show them off on what? The, the, uh, no, you can check out our OnlyFans. Well, should we collaborate on it? Yeah, let's do that. Dang, VIP. Hey, boys. No, not at all. I didn't mean that. Danny and Tony, we are the two of the most handsomest dudes in Denver radio, that's for sure. Back on the other side, Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Hello. Uh, Danny Williams here along with Tony Comas hanging out. Danny Bailey puts the whole thing together. 
His daughters are here hanging out in studio. They're nine? Nine. Twins. JJ's yes. nine, and then my daughters are seven and five. We got The weekends look the same for us, I think. Yeah, You're probably. on a field somewhere or a court. Yeah, you're on a field. You're a coach, dad. You're trying to deal with the kids. You got ungrateful parents in the background. Um... <laughs> I'm just kidding. 303-313-40, the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. A lot of stuff to talk about. We're out last week. Uh, appreciate you guys being back with us. Want to hear from you guys. The text line, hotline, all that kind of stuff. Holler at Tony. Thursday night's fan cave right here on Mile High Sports. Thursday night's nine fan o'clock. cave. Yeah. yeah. Good group of people. Our friends over at Drives at Mile High. They're the, they're the ones that the catalyst yeah. to make this happen. DB, of course, spent a lot of, uh, a lot of Thursdays. Uh, back. Actually, you're now back. Now you can play hoops, right? Uh, not right now. Not right I got now. some Thursday other stuff league. going on. Got He's but, got some other work obligations. But okay. hopefully, uh, hopefully soon. Gotcha. I'll be able to do both. I don't know. Good they to w- see you in person, by the way. It's good to see you yeah. in person as well. Then with like the chicks and ladies and all that. And then it's tough. Then if there's any extra time, he's got to focus on his hair. That, well, you know I what mean, I mean? It's what, well, like what I was saying during the break. Have? It's Thor-esque. It is. It is, it is kind of Thor-esque. It is beautiful. It's kind of like Maximus Decimus Meridius. I just watched Ragnarok over the weekend. Dang. How was it? Cut it off. Good. It made me want to cut it all off. Have you seen Love and Thunder? Is that out? It yeah. is out. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Hustle. Watch Party? Have you seen Hustle? Um, is that an erotic thriller? No. <laughs> I don't. That's Hustler. I have parental locks on all my Oh, yes. That's right. I have yeah. parental locks on all my Hustle. Stuff. Adam Sandler's new movie. Oh, and Wancho. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. It's a great movie. Is, is it, it really? You see it, DB? It's oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm, big fa- I'm a big Adam Sandler fan, so I was going to watch it anyway, but I enjoyed it. I yeah, saw some I clips it. of Anthony Edwards. It's like, you know, he was being the bad guy. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. I he, was like, His oh. name is Kermit, so it's like kind of hard to have a bad guy with the name Kermit. Yeah. But he did it well. He did. It made me like him. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. It made me kind of like him. So, um, all right. So, Wednesday is the start of training camp. Okay, you got uh, right now local media gearing up for the legendary media barbecue where every media slob fatso goes and just gorges, embarrasses themselves. I mean, you attended for 15 times in my life. I have a little thing. Um, It was from 2002. It was a notes when I was reporting for the Denver Daily News. I was just a kid playing role of reporter and I just had a credential. It was like the first of my kind. Okay. Really yeah. honestly. And I had all these notes about Terrell Davis must get to a thousand yards. We're probably going to have to, you know, move on from him. This Clinton Portis could break out and PS that all these notes and all these position groups. I got to bring it in. I'm going to bring it in. Is you just think it was cool. And I was just like, wow, it's kind of cool. And I was like, Oh, it was, I was a kid. I didn't know anything. So, you know, the great, the legendary Joe Sakamano, who is, the Patrick Smythe before Patrick Smythe, like one of the greatest media relations guys ever did not only work for the Broncos, help create the Broncos brand, brand and the nostalgia, all of that. You know, he's like truly as important as, you know, anybody off of the field in the history of this franchise to make the Broncos like what I call a legacy brand. But Broncos feel like they've been the around since, like in college, yeah. totally. But the Broncos feel like they've been around since Chuck Bednarik was playing both ways in the fifties, and you know, and, and you know the Bears and the Cardinals in the thirties and the forties. Now the Broncos, you know, existed in nineteen sixty and didn't even matter till the late seventies. But it feels like the Broncos. It, it, it comes from winning, 
It feels like New England. It's like, damn, the Patriots are the greatest br- franchise in NFL history. I mean, bro, but before the year 2000, their greatest player was Steve Grogan and John Hanna. I mean, give me a break. You know what I mean? So I remember those Grogan days, man. So, yeah, that, that's it in my mind. So what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Media barbecue. Media. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's like they pony. They, 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 everyone gets there. Like Vaughn's usually the big star of those. They, the, the, for one, the, the, it's weird. The food's become kind of a thing, but it's just buffet spread. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's an event. It's a big. I'm sure every team does this, but like I remember when this was barely a thing. Not, you know, 8, 10, 12 years ago. It was kind of like an exclusive thing. Now they let a lot of guys in who, like, they might not let in any other time of the year, but, you know, come and get, you know, your work in or your questioning or here is your opportunity to, you know, get your one question at what is, like, Joe Ellis and things like that. For me, it's, it's so I, I remember, like, I, moments where, so I worked for the Denver Daily News, okay? So the Post puts out, like, fifty or 60,000 papers printed in circulation of course it's all about their digital okay of course it is but back when newspapers were newspapers the denver daily news produced like the same amount it was a free paper anywhere in town you can grab it on every street corner anywhere on the light rail taking a bus colfax broadway anywhere and it was cool it was great it was like like the gazette now it was like the gazette and it was a little bit like mile high sports in a sense of like where Mom and pops could afford to advertise with the Denver Daily News and only Jake Jabs and Dylan Doug can afford to advertise with the Post or like the fan. Right. Are you with me? Yeah. Yep. So, Follow. Yeah. OK. So, um, yeah, man, it was just like uh, so my editor was good. Tad Rickman, man, he was, a, he was a good dude. Like so he was, you know, we're we're checking the Rocky. We're checking the Post. But what didn't they do? What don't they have? Let's go get a feature on this guy. Let's do, you know, so not it's easy to. Follow the trends and plug in quotes, but we're really trying to do a good job. So I was like working hard. I'm like b- barely. I had a, you know I was working on my journalism degree at the time, and I was like, well, I reported for my high school newspaper, so I'm like a professional. So you know that you should hire me. <laughs> so I don't know. You know I was doing you know work for nothing for them, and it turned into kind of a thing. So, um, but yeah, I remember the early Broncos you know, media barbecues, these early media days where we talked to Mike Shanahan and he would just kind of sweep you off your feet because he was great like that, you know? And then, you know, the, some of the first years where Cello and I, this is all over 10 years ago too, where we're doing the radio show. From, it's like, I'll show you a little video I just found that like pulls up a memory thing. You know, they're pushing the sled from here to like Danny Bailey. We're right here all along, you know, Radio Row and there's only three or four stations, you know? And Andy Lindahl and Cecil Lammy made Broncos Orange and Blue Radio and ESPN Radio what it is today. Out, Out of business. business. Yeah, it's gone, right? Those yeah. don't exist. Those yeah. things don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. The Broncos make a station. They can't, you know, they didn't survive. You know why? Oh, I'll help you. Hey. Help, give me help. Give me give me something. You're looking at them. They don't got a guy like this. There Who you do you go. think you are? I am. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so that's it. So media day. It's a big buffet. Like, it's, 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 it's just a spread. Good access. It is. It's the availability. You know, sit down, get your spot. You know, I'm moving shake. Everyone who's anyone is there. Uh, is that Jesse Palmer? Whoa. He's, is he, who's he, the king of, of, of that of that day media-wise? He's, who's, who's the, the Who's the man king? that walks in and um, the record scratches, jukebox stops? Probably like a Dave Logan figure. That's okay. Dave Logan. Yeah. He's the voice of the Broncos, and he's been for a long, long time. Alfred Williams moves the room a little bit because he's moved over from Bronco to 
you know, real true media personality, radio personality, maybe the greatest ever, Alfred. Those not guys, anymore. That's really, those guys are not the two ninety nines. Yeah, I think so. I think that the two ninety nines, you could say that. Well, you again, you have to break it up, but like, like you would, you would in position groups. Yeah, like radio guys, writer guys. TV. You know, but you, now you got to include like blogger guys for a lot of websites. Who hey, do let's stuff. not leave out the podcasters, podcast guys, you know, for sure. All those guys. So like they're there that day, you know, they might be there one day to get in um, and they make the most of it. And it's cool. You know, I was like a young punk at the back in the day too, trying to just talk to people. And, you know, I, jo- I went to jo- up to John C- Clayton in the press box one day. I was like, hey, John, man, you're great. I just think you're so great. You know, ponytail your- or no ponytail? Does he have? No, that was, it was, that was, no, a, it was not a real point. Okay. Yeah, it was just for show. Um, <laughs> did he still have the point back then? No, uh, yeah. Uh, so he gave me his number. I never called oh, really? him. I didn't have the courage to call him, you know, but I'm like, hey, if peace, you're ever in right? town, if you never, I was like, if, for sure. I mean, he was like a legendary figure, you know, in one of the first, you know, was John Clayton and Sean Salisbury before yeah. he did the Wiener things. You know what I mean? Sorry, girls. Um, that's it. So, yeah, we better set up a breaker. But these are, the, this is the good stuff that you won't hear anywhere else. Exactly. That's what Zach Bai is not talking about the, you know, other radio. I'm not, and I love Zach Bai. I really do. And, you know, the great DMAC. DMAC's like a 98 or 97, but he was a 99 for a lot of years. So he dropped out. Just, well, he's just everything caught up with him. Well, again, he was with Alfred at the time. That's they true. made one of the greatest sports talk radio shows in the game at the time. They're not as good apart. But do you know what? Well, they completely a- changed roles, too, by the way. You know that. I mean, Columbus came in now as oh. the as the protagonist, and they totally switched that is, D-Mac's role as the protagonist to the trying to be the lovable guy. In my opinion, I mean that's and that's but I that's think, what you got to do. Well, you have to give credit to D-Mac for making it work. Yeah, and in the end, D-Mac doesn't miss a press conference. He doesn't miss a practice. He's, He's there. I mean, he look at the commitment he made to the Avalanche and the Nuggets this year. He, I saw him at every single game I was at because yeah. we sneak and sit in the good seats right there. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I'm but, sitting in the good seat right here, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, bro. These are this is the good stuff, though. You should keep thinking some good questions like this to ask me about other stuff, and I will tell you great answers. I can I can do that on air or off air too. So okay, I'll, and then censor, we gotta, I'll censor myself. We got to hear the great story to uh, second hour of your relationship with Boy George. <laughs> Remember, my children are in here. I'm going to, but we'll have to ask them to step out for that segment. No, uh, we'll see what happens. Danny Williams, Tony Comas, Danny Bailey, Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are back in on a Aftermath Monday edition of the program. Thanks for being with us. Why? Bye, Danny. Why? Why? Bye. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. Yeah, uh, I don't know the password. It's like all in the thing over there. But um, be careful, okay? Yeah, I will. We had to fire a couple of guys to give us some stuff they were looking at. You know what I mean? You that's, focus? What ha- that's what happened to Gersh. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Easy one. Uh, let's go out to the hotline. He's a mayhem icon. He's one of the great listeners in the history of Sports Talk Radio. He's got great hair. It's not for... 
It's not three. It's not two for sure. But it it's our guy, Juan. Hey, Juan. What's up, boss? How you doing? What's going on, bro? How's work? Doing real well. Okay. Is it Monday through Friday? Yeah, Monday through Friday now. Oh, five that's cool. Five. That's cool. Wait, wait. Five to five? Yeah, make that money, brother. Damn. Yeah, but that's mix in a three-hour lunch. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Okay. Are you like those city workers? Are you like those city workers to go take two-hour naps at the park though in your truck? I work. I work eleven hours. Eleven point five. You get a half-hour break. Okay. You get Jimmy John's or what? What do you like to grab? I make my own food, brother. Okay. Save money. Okay. I like. That. I can appreciate that hustle. So what's up? Hey, so I called about a, I called about um, there's a couple of things. <laughs> I can't believe they're making a big deal about that New York Jet game with that dude, the next lady's mom. <laughs> that's the first thing. Okay. <laughs> I think that's just. Uh, every well, team needs a Zach Wilson. I don't know, man. I, I would do it. I don't care if she was, if she was hot and I'm single. I'm killing it. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a gamer. I think that's what people are kind of realizing now that this kid, for like, I think that he, he's gained a whole new level of respect. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Bad <laughs> respect, bad respect. I, I think so because you know he had a little dime piece that he was with at the time. Yeah, his, that was the mom. That was the daughter. Yeah, the, no, no, that wasn't the daughter. No, no it was different. Uh, it's yeah, his mom's rumor, best friend. Yeah, the rumor is his mom's friend. It's his mom's best friend. Yeah. Oh, his mom. Rumors. I don't know. That, that, I heard that. He was with the girl, and then the girl's mom, he'd been with the girl. So no, 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 no. Who, no, who no. would be the Broncos? Hold on, hold on, real quick. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, there you Jerry. go. <laughs> Judge Jerry now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, what do you think? You know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would do it. I would say I'm single. <laughs> okay, do you want to? You get smashed out. You want to? Oh do you want to put it out there? You know, you want to for the ladies. Anything? Oh, I, already you wanna, have, I already have a couple already. Okay, what do you? Buy me an airplane. I'm on an airplane. That's what I want. Dang. Mile High Club? No, just so we could we could jump in the plane. Then let's go to Florida for the weekend. Oh that's wow, awesome. that's what you're saving money for that little tenderoni. Like, oh, oh, you're gonna go fly by yourself? Oh. I'm already 50 years old. I don't need no tenderoni. You're like Charlie like Sheen. 500. Charlie Sheen said that he didn't. <laughs> Charlie, he said he didn't pay for the action. He paid for them to go home afterwards. Okay, so then, um, what about uh, one more thing, man? I was had a big, uh, big list last week. Go to your third thing on the list, then. Go skip two. Third thing. The third thing is, uh, oh yeah, what about uh, all this news that uh. Russell Wilson, they're making that he's fat. Oh my gosh, dude, these people are just. He's not fat. He just looks funny and orange a little bit, and he's thick now. Right, he's just bro. thick. He is thick. He's thick. You can tell he's been working. Well, it, and it's uh, T H I C C. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's some of that. You're right. But it's a big market. This team, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of outsiders, too, in this market now who are kind of haters a little bit, you know. Well, people coming from California and everywhere, they ain't Broncos fans. They're Poop Raiders fans or I guess the Chargers fans or something like that. I don't know. Especially with that, with that, uh, with the Sierra coming, too. Oh, and the other thing was, 
Is is the Oakland A's really going to move to Las Vegas? Yes, that's happening. That's happening for sure, but I want to see them before they do that in Oakland. I never have. Darn it. It, I've seen it over there. That's crazy, dude. Oakland is just flat town. Yeah, Oakland's, yeah. I don't know what the problem is with Oakland. It's not a bad city. Wasn't it it LeBron that wants to bring an NBA team to Vegas, too? So MLB's talking about that market. It would work. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron's smart. And LeBron's smart. He wants to own the team. Yeah. Yeah. That's very smart. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah. What about all these kids, kids now that are growing up, and their parents were superstars, like Archie Manning. I heard he's going to get $3.4 million to go play college football. I told you, Danny Bailey. I said $5 million. 3.4 is the number on the street. I, I think it's $10 million. For, I think it's $10 million. Arch. Yeah, for dude. Arch. I mean, that's what, just I, what it is. And did you see the $120 million well, I, deal that Kirby Smart just got? You know, that's a coach. Yeah, extension through 2031. It's but, wild. Where's all this money coming? Why'd they hand it out to the teachers? That's what I want to know. That's that's the whole. The money's coming from Dylan Doug and Jake Jabs, like we said earlier. I'm being serious. It is. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Why can't they give that to the teachers? The teachers who need it, who taught that kid how to play football. Don't make the school. The money is coming from the natural grocers heroes, the Captain Crusader and Organa Girl. Yeah. I, I hear you, brother. I hear, I understand the guy who owns the car lot. I understand all that. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I hear you. But why do, why do they need to make that kid so rich when there's teachers struggling to teach that kid how to become something well, more than just a butts football Butts and seats, like, revenue. Like, that's that's why. That's what that kid's doing is I creating just, all of that. Know. for. They're going to pay him yeah, three because they're going to make ten times more than that. With You're that. right. Teachers are under. I, I wouldn't want to be a teacher these but, days. But, yeah. Well, you guys uh, are bringing sports revenue. You guys are on the radio talking. You guys... You guys don't say, hey, give me 10 million. I would say the most underpaid people. The most underpaid people are teachers and like nurses. Mm, Are nurses underpaid? They make a. a, Okay, forget nurses. Teachers and firemen and policemen are most underpaid. Fire, yeah, to start. But dude, listen. You put your time in as a cop. Yeah, but who's gonna? You know, there's only one chief, bro. Dude, those guys are like. And he's there for. He's an old man. He's been there for twenty years. Yeah. So you have to wait till he has a stroke before you could even have a chance. You gotta push him in the fire. (laughs) You gotta push him in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Here, grab me. Here, right, right here. That's racism at its finest. Dang, you're like Macaulay Culkin in the uh, that where he said uh, the other son, the what is it? Rose letting Jack go at the end of Titanic. The good son. The good son. Ooh, you're scary. Hey, uh, yeah. I just want to let you know, in, on Highway 52, yeah. up north, uh-huh. gas is $4. Really? Yep, on Highway 52. Well, it's going to cost me $20 to, uh, $25 to get up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, what do you got in the back of your truck? Any hookups right now? You got any frozen foods? No, I'm only delivering uh, dirt. Oh, well, come drop a load off. We'll use a little. That does not sound good on radio. Tony, you need any dirt? I'm good with dirt right now. <laughs> rocks. Let me know when you got some rocks. You're Joe you Dirt. You're Joe Dirt. Joe. We got to go. You're my cousin. Say you're my cousin. <laughs> we got to go later. Cam Smith. Sucks. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. We can go to break and come back. Uh, keep moving along. We've got a lot of stuff talking. We really haven't really talked about anything. But it's been good. It's been fun. Um, 
There's a lot of stuff to get into. We'll do it. We got plenty of time. Tony Comas hanging out with me. I'm Danny Williams and Danny Bailey. Andrew's in there. He's our best baseball guy for sure. No one else even like knows all the teams in the league. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Eric Goodman's like, what's that last new night? team? That expansion team? The Mariners? Oh, Terry Fry might. Any strikeouts. The only thing is Terry Fry doesn't know any team. Like He's like, you know, <laughs> those expansion Marlins and Rockies. What do you give the Rockies the first half grade? Uh, kind of what you thought it would see be. See you right? next season. hey well done. Let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you give them? I think I think you nailed it. Uh, drop the next season, and it's just it's a C. I think it, 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 they are who we thought they Here's were. Cr- it's crazy. They're ten games under five hundred again after being I think six or seven at one point a week Above. ago. Under. Oh, well, I'm sorry. First yeah. month of season. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Super, yeah. On fire. Now it's who they are. My point is like. If they're right now eight games over instead of eight games under, this kind of they're on fire. We're talking about them. They matter. Um, they draw eight or ten more thousand a night per Genius because they're winners. Season moves. Chris Bryant has like five homers now. He does. He hit another one yesterday. He's finally, he's finally living up to that. <laughs> Only one behind Albert million. Pujols. Really? Who plays once every ten days? Yeah. Ah oh, man. Oldest, oldest man ever to compete in the home run derby. All right, Danny and Danny and Tony, back on their side of Smelly Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams, weekday mornings at 9. Yeah. Saxophone? If I could do anything that I don't do, Sax would be it. Saxophone. Or play the piano so beautifully. Because, like, you know, oh, there's a piano there. Because there's pianos at places. You know what's interesting? Do you ever see someone just go sit down and start playing the piano beautifully? You're like, oh, my gosh. You're cool. Knowing you how I know you, I would think, honestly, like, you could do it. That you would be a Anyone savant, got a, a savant here? on the piano, Danny, just out of nowhere. So while I wish I was, my three oldest right now, we have this uh, lady girl who comes to the house and does practices uh, or does the lessons with our three kids all summer. She's been doing it like they've done like six or seven lessons. lady girl. So is that like a 24 something? Exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> she's not quite a old lady or woman. She's younger lady. Young okay. lady. Young okay. lady. Lady girl, though. You mind if I use that? Yeah. Um, Yes, but be careful with the lady boy stuff, is what I would say. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. We'll talk more training camp stuff. We barely kind of scratched the surface. We like we went like inside before we went, you know, we went to the, the actual what's the the inside of uh, of media day, which, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the first day of camp. Is that like, just like, like the fun, like Super Bowl week where you get the, the media's asking a lot of these kind of off the, off it the is, wall questions? It is. You know, and, it is. You know, the players are a little bit more relaxed. You got to get Arnie Stapleton first. You got to get uh, Cliss. You got to get DMAC. You got to get. There's about seven guys because, like I said, Jesse, the, the handsome Jesse Palmer. Wait, handsome? That's a lot of makeup on Jesse. Um, Jesse Palmer, NFL Network. He, he does have gray hair. Um, those guys got to get in first, and then, you know, they're looking around. Be careful. Be careful. There's a couple definitely knows. You know, there's guys who just this can't get gonna to you. This year's going to be interesting, though, right? Because you're probably going to have introductions of the new owners. Totally. 
So that's what everyone is waiting for. Right. Again, like I said, it used to be Von Miller who comes out and kind of leads the way, sets the tone, fires everybody up, tells everybody how he loves what's going on and what's happening, and what he's seeing. And I've been on championship teams and I think this group has this, and you know, that kind of stuff yeah. that gets everybody All the raw, raw. juiced. Yeah. Um, so I imagine Russell Wilson's going to come out and sweep he's everybody the off their feet. Yeah. He's going to be the guy. If there was a now, I wish something that could be added to that media day experience for the media. Like what? Are they going to put it like, let's play a little seven on seven kind of thing. Oh, man, I would love that kind of stuff. They used to have media games like that. like the media uh, day um, field day. And then I don't know what happened. Some you know, guy must have twisted an ankle and threw the Broncos or something like that. Oh, we don't do that anymore. Always one. Yeah. Uh, but. But it means we're closer. Closer. What would be cool is if, you know, uh, Patrick was like, all right, everybody, uh, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know the drill. Raise your hand for a question. We'll do our best to get to everybody. I'd like to announce Mr. Unlimited. What? A, oh, wouldn't that be sick? Because yes. like, you never see it coming from Patrick. He's so buttoned up and professional. And then, Mr. Unlimited. I just, I don't know. If anything would be cool, that would be really cool. And I'm joking because that's kind of weird. But, um... What do you think about that? Do it one more time. Mr. Unlimited. I think if he never did that, I would feel a little bit different about him. And I love the guy. I'm willing to overlook any stuff. Does it feel for a, a winner forced? Like Russ is trying to be, you know, here's when Peyton Manning turned the corner. Here's when he actually got a personality. It was doing that um, faux uh, United Way commercial on Saturday Night Live yeah. where he was drilling the kids with the football. It was hard was for him to do, he said. And and then when he went over and talked to the MILF on the on the bench. Yeah. But that's when he turned the corner. <laughs> Russ, I feel, is, I feel it's kind of being forced that we're trying what to I, give you here's a what I think. Here's what I think. I used to say that Kyle, Kyle Orton's just kind of a jerk. Okay? Yeah. Some guys, though, in life are victims of their own personality. It's just the way God made them. They listen, some are aware of it. And I that's completely... probably and that's probably the most tragic, okay? Yeah. And some guys just aren't big social butterflies and would never just start a natural conversation, would never be the guy to ever just say, "Hi," walking by before someone else would have to do it first. It's just the way they're built. You can almost you can't change it. You can go counseling for that kind of stuff. You can see it shrink for that kind of stuff. You can go to social groups and, you know, it's the way you're built. Some guys, I think, can manipulate that a little bit and try hard to not sound like a robot. robot. Uh, I'm, I'm a, a fun, fun guy. guy. See? You see that? Even his laugh. He's like, it's program, program, laugh, beep, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's not a real human's laugh. No, that's not a real human's that's laugh. That's like You're the right. Terminator T2000 laugh, Yeah. you know? So I think Russell Wilson does not have a great personality, but he's smart well, enough. And that goes back to his NC State days, his Wisconsin days. That's what kind of something that's just, was a little bit on it, him. It, he's it, just not that guy. So that's why sometimes people like, it seems like he's buttoned up and polished. Hey, Russell Wilson here from, from State Farm. And then sometimes he's like, a thuggish, ruggish, thuggish. Sometimes he gets a little like, me and, me and baby girl Sierra, you know, <laughs> what? A, he's a bad boy. Take that, take that. You know what I mean? It's like, sometimes you see Russell with a little edge 
And then sometimes you see him like Fortune 500, Russell. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to kind of, I wouldn't say manipulate. That's strong. I would to be able to kind of fit in anywhere is a good trait. You know what you just described there, Danny, is you just described, if you haven't read it yet, read it. It's a book called It Takes What It Takes by Trevor Moat. Is there a book on tape on that one? Uh, there is an audio. Yes, you can. Okay. Audible. And it was written by Trevor Mo- It was collaboration, actually. Trevor Moad, uh, who was a like a mental coach. Um, but his whole thing wasn't John Gordon. Every you know Everything is rosy and rainbows and, and positive, and you should never think ne- you know, negatively. It's always positive, neutral. Yeah. And that's what – that's why – and you can hear that and see that, and that has become – that is what Russell Wilson is. That's interesting. Is the definition of neutrality. Well, you just made me think of how they say that um, someone got in Conor McGregor's ear at a certain point. And I'm trying to think of the phrase where he started to just believe and, like, visualize and, like, destinalize his greatness and success over and over again until it was like a liar who starts to believe his own lies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's probably not the perfect example, but he made his, it's easy to say he's made his like dream a reality, but he, it was something that, you know, I have to kind of, I'll figure it out by the end of the show, what the phrase was. He started to, uh, I don't know, but like, I think that's powerful stuff. I think actually it goes to like a vision board. What's on, what's I, on your it, vision it, board? It goes to yeah. just your personality in life and what you're trying to project to try to go oh, live okay. your life and work with people yeah. and be a human, a normal human, even though you might be thinking crazy thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like not crazy thoughts. I just mean thoughts like any people think about people. You know what I mean? You walk into an office like, you know, you hate half of the people, but you're like, hey, how was your weekend? Sweet. That's cool. How are the kids? I hate them. You know, <laughs> but yeah. so, yeah. um, that goes to, though, I think, a winner's winning at all costs mentality. Russell believes he puts the work in and he just believes he's going to win. But it's all it's based off of the incredible hard work. And it's based off of like this um, positive, <laughs> you know, mindset that he has that makes a guy seem probably kind of fake. Like, it can't be that good all the time. Yes, exactly. Put a smile yeah, on I totally face. agree. Get pissed for me be one upset. time. One time, get pissed Say for me. Say a bad word. And there might be a time where that happens. Who knows? I hope not. I hope it's, we're winning and it's, you know, he's ru- ru- robot the ru- uh, Russell the robot. robot, right? Did I say that right? Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Russell Allow myself robot. to introduce myself. Happy birthday, Polly. Yeah, it's like from Rocky <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what okay. we, where yeah. were we? Let's go to break. We'll come back. I like it. All right. I like where we're at. Let's do this. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. I'm Danny Williams. Tony Comas hanging out with us today. Uh, Danny Bailey puts the whole thing together. I mean, it's like if he passed out, I would go in there and like just start pushing buttons. I don't know what would Effortlessly, happen. Well, it's it. a good thing Andrew's here early today. So you would be covered. Are you planning on passing out or something? No. Oh, okay. You never plan on passing out. It's mm. just kind of something Okay, that who's passed out in here before? We did, and we would do it on purpose in I'm middle sorry. school. What? Whippets? Tell you about that on the way okay. back. Okay. Uh, Danny Bailey, have you ever passed out in your life? Yeah, the heat gets to me sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Andrew, have you ever passed out in your life ever? Thank you. Cello passed out twice laughing so hard. Laughing. Passed out. And then my wife's passed out a couple of times. Because you make her laugh so hard? No. Oh. Out of rage. The opposite. No, no. Um, 
one was she just wasn't feeling good. Was like kind of like passed out. And that's it. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I never passed out of my. Hey. We can do it during the break. I've I never know passed how to do out it. of my life. What do you mean? How? What are you what are trying to do? You can forcefully make yourself do that. Just cutting off the, the, the oxygen supply. Like you head. have to put me in a headlock? do that before every show. You have to put me in a headlock? Uh, some, something similar. <laughs> a couple deep breaths involved, too. Okay. Well, we, maybe we'll be back on. We're streaming. You can watch. On Danny, help me with it. The, the other, other side. side. It's my life sports.